Yes, we're back with another rider, another episode. Today we have Theo and his... Dan. And Dan. And they have an interesting company and we're just about to hear all about it. So nice to have you here today, Theo and Dan. Thank you. It's great to be here. So what's your company called? How did it get started? So the company is called Cityscape Digital uh, Limited. It was started by a kind of really creative, talented, creative guy and a property guy. And that was in 2001. And it was all about creating really high quality. Back in the day, CGI was uh, was expensive, it took a long time. So we were kind of top providers of really high quality versions of buildings like the cheese grater, which is now built today. And what has been your biggest trials and tribulations about this project? <laughs> Uh, this is this is going to be a very long conversation. Um, so, uh, so, so, uh, as in a small in a small enterprise that, that we are, a growing small enterprise, it's it comes at you every day from all directions. So you you have to you have to triage your battles. When I started out, I was a software developer sitting in the corner writing some GIS software. But I quickly got involved in the business when it was clear it was about to go out of business. Mm -hmm. So the first trial I had, which was actually a great challenge was how to turn around a sort of 300,000 turnover business that was losing about 300,000 pounds a year. Um, and uh, so that's where I kind of did my first big, my first big thing was I renegotiated all the debts. Um, I got on the phone, um, never done it before, but I kind of figured to be human is the win. So I just said, look, I'm really sorry about this. I phoned like 30 people, so I'm really sorry about this. We'd like to turn, we'd like to sort it out and we're going to pay you back over three years mm -hmm. so that was my first big thing really it was like saving i kind of saved the day uh it's kind of good to be a superhero in real life sometimes like yourself what did you learn from those kind of conversations because those conversations could be taken one of two ways either i don't trust you or that's what I want to hear, someone who's really willing to acknowledge what they've done, yeah. what the situation is and how they're going to handle it. Yeah, that's a really good question because um, I hadn't actually done that specific thing before, but I had, had dealt with similar situations. So I so I kind, of, I kind of had to be sure before I made those calls that I meant it. So in my head, this wasn't a sort of desperate attempt to fend people off. It was carefully thought out. So I worked out a cash flow plan to make sure that we could make every single payment mostly. Mm -hmm. And I worked that out beforehand. So when I got on the phone, I, I, I had an authentic offer and I also apologized honestly. I said, look, and I was straightforward and said, this is not something that I've been part of creating, but I am going to be part of the solution. Um, so I guess I had to, I had to think it through to make sure what I was promising was going to be real. And I believed it. And then I followed through, I mm. guess. And, and people could hear it. They certainly believed they certainly believed that I meant what I said. Mm. And we then did complete on it. So we, we made all the payments that we said. Um, so in this case, it kind of worked out. So you've got solid relationships with those clients yeah. now. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're go to bat for you. That's right. Yes. So that, and that's how we tried to work with all our clients. So that was, that, that was the, um, it was the suppliers mainly on that side. But with the clients, we, we then to make the money to pay back the, to pay back the suppliers, we had to obviously improve our client relationships as well, as, as you referenced. Imposter syndrome, because you jumped into quite a few things there. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you as a podcaster, I always thought I didn't have imposter syndrome, but you do get it, you do, even if you're in denial about it. Yeah. How did you manage your imposter syndrome, assuming you had some? Um, you do get, you do definitely get times when, for, for me it happens, for me it happens when I'm thinking about how things could be bigger and better. So there's a stage when you kind of have a bit of a dream enters your head and you think, wow, one day we could be, we could take what we do and it could be on a much bigger stage. Mm -hmm. 
and, and for me that's where imposter syndrome comes in sometimes because then you catch yourself thinking this thought and you think Could I, is that really me is uh, if I go pitch that like I'm going to a meeting now with my colleague Theo we're going to go and see a big engineering firm they're a two billion turnover company and um, you, you sort of think about how you're going to pitch yourself and then you're like is it a big pitch or is it a lie is that us mm-hmm. it's not a lie but could this really be us is this who we are of course so it happens all the time doesn't it yeah i suppose the question the point is you're doing it so it is you i think that's and that's what one tells yourself you you sit down you have the same formula as i mentioned with the supplier payback thing you kind of sit down you reason it through you kind of think can i defend my position successfully when i'm attacked in the meeting if in fact if you can defend your position it suggests that it is you because you're authentically going to move behind it it's not a statement that in fact there's nothing behind it what my thought would be you're not defending your position you're providing a service Uh, yes so so what's your problem as in their the engineering company what's your problem how can i accommodate you in that yes that's uh, that's a useful way to think about it isn't it um so we're we're trying to persuade them that they're they're a very big company and they they have very very solid um, big contracts with governments, local councils, and we're trying to persuade them that what we could bring to what they do is new technology and new thinking. Mm-hmm. So with their solid business and our new thinking, we're thinking that there could be a great partnership there. Okay, that's good. Well, thanks a lot for that. Not at all. And well, where, you... where can people find you on social media and um, website? So, um, cityscape.co.uk. Uh, sorry, Cityscape Digital. Co.uk, yeah, oh. and obviously, thank you to you, the equalizer. You are the real world equalizer, you look after your passengers, and it's a great thing. So, thank you very much for your time today. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank you. We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day, as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.